Hey yo, it's a talk show host, Kana Lassiter. Join me for an episode of Relations, the most lit, lit hour of adult conversation. Hold up, hold up, you know you can't forget about me. It's 51 Spades, Alpha Male G-O-D, one half of Relations. You wanna hear the truth? Can, 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 you, can, you, can you handle the truth? It's where it's at, baby. It's where it's at, baby. What's good? Welcome to an all-new episode of Relations. My name is Kana Lassiter. Say it with me now. Alpha male G-O-D, 51 spade, a.k.a. the ninja you love to hate. I'm in the building. You know how we do it. We do two topics in one hour. So we're going to get started. First two topics we're going to tackle today will be women. Is it all take and no give? And the second topic today will be about trust. If you don't trust then why stay? Which is probably going to be our ending topic. So we'll start today's conversation off with the give and take thing. <clears throat> um, we try to stay as connected to you guys as possible as far as what type of issues you guys have in relationships, whether it be more of a woman issue or more of a man issue. And what I've been hearing a lot from men is... <clears throat> relationships with women seems like all take women just take 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 and really never give i'm a giver so i'm gonna stand up for those of us in the community that do give but i do want to hear men out on the issue so we're gonna let alpha male speak from the men's perspective because this is not really this i'm being honest with you i don't i don't hear this argument much as far as women like you know, women saying, well, all you know, all I do is give and all men do is take. So, I mean, if you're a thief, then why would you, I mean, why would you be complaining about anybody? You're not giving anything anyway. I mean, why would they be complaining? <clears throat> well, they're com they're not complaining because it's not an issue on our end. Exactly. Because they're the thieves. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, if you're the thief, why would you be complaining about having an issue if you are the thief? That's what I was saying. So that's probably why you don't hear all that uh, that much of a complaint. But I can go a different route. What do women give? Because you said that you think that men are just what exaggerating. You think they were just yeah, lying. Yeah, I'm not. Well, I don't. I, I couldn't say that they're lying. I'm just saying I'm looking now for what do you mean? If a man was in front of me right now and he made the comment, well, all women do is take, take, mm. take, take, take. They so, never give. Of course, I'm gonna so, rebuttal because I don't know anything about that. So, so. I was actually watching a podcast not, not too long ago, and you have two women on there. And some of these podcasts, you know, they have two women on there, and they don't have an objective man on there. But on there, the woman was like, you know, women have standards, and they think they should have uh, men that are rich. They think that they're beautiful, so they have higher standards for things that they want in their life, for guys to fly them out, for guys to give them money. And... One set of uh, one of the women on there said that you know she meets this guy, he have three roommates, like though that is her standard. So she immediately dismissed him. But my thing was when it's because it's a guy that she can't take from. There's nothing to take there, and she's not even interested in getting to know getting to know the guy, find out why he have three three roommates. Why is anything is anything actually going on to have him in that situation? She wants someone that she can basically take from. But if you was a, but even with that being said, I'd be like, okay, it's all right to have standards, but what do you bring to the table? And nine times out of ten, hey, do you cook? Well, I don't need to cook. I'm a queen. I'm a boss bitch. I'm bad. I'm a career driven. You can get somebody else for that. So when you look at it from the standpoint of a man, you have most men just saying, we give. Women take. That's what. I don't know. I, I, we, yeah. I think that right now men are really outspoken about their standards. And I think this is one of the conversations that I hate to say that's at the bottom of the barrel. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of issues men have. And I'm on the side of man 
on these issues, the stuff that's at the top of the barrel. I think this issue is at the bottom. Like you got to dig, 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 dig. And the last thing in the barrel is, okay, women just want a man that can provide. And that's really what it means. How can you dig for a man? No, it's, I'm not talking about digging for a man. I'm just saying, it's your, I'm not taking away that it's a real issue. I just think it's an issue that's not that serious. I think that you're looking at it wrong. I think this is an issue of perspective. When you hear a woman saying that she wants a man to have this and she wants a man to have that, I think we're caught up in the fact that she's asking for something and she has standards in place. What we really need to think about is what is that message really conveying? A woman wants to be taken care of. That's all it is. Understand now, women look for their daddies. In that one statement, we should be able to figure out why she's asking for these things. She wants to be secure. Security is at the top of our list. If something should happen, I lose my job, I lose my car, the first person that comes to mind is not my parents anymore. What comes to mind is my lover, the person, my person that I have chosen. He is supposed to be stable enough to rescue me. You understand what I'm saying? And if he can't come to my rescue because he has, I can't move in because he has three roommates or he can't come pick me up from work because his ass ain't got no car. It's, you got to have those standards in place if you have an expectation to be secure in a relationship. And I think that has gotten lost in translation because the place to the, the, the or can you be my safety net? Can you provide and protect has been replaced with the $52,000 Birkin bag. There it is. The waters are murky. When it comes to women saying I need to be provided for when, when you hear a woman say that that's not automatically assume that she's talking about a Birkin bag or she's talking about keeping her hair and, nail, and nails done. Some women are saying they need to be provided for because they are referring to the safety net that is in place. If I need, I need to be able to call you, not my mama. In fact, if I call my mom, unfortunately, that's the first thing she's going to say was, damn, what's up with your husband? You know, what's going on with y'all? She's just not going to be like, okay, baby, I got you. She got me, but she's going to have the question of, what about the person you're in a relationship with? Because that becomes that the man's responsibility is to take care of that woman. And I think that got lost in translation. Ain't nothing getting lost in translation. You got lost in translation. Because even <laughs> while you was talking for almost five minutes, all I heard was what the man can do. And the topic of this and the topic of this shit is called take. And you just sat there for five minutes and was like, Well, I want the person to provide for me and I want this person to take care of me. And my person, my mom and them was saying, What about the other person? Take, take, take. And this is what we started off the conversation saying. And all you did for five minutes was talk about taking from and someone. For good so, reason. Taking for good reason. Yeah. But you just said that women don't take. But what I said before this whole thing started was I was like, okay, if it's so minuscule and men have just got this so, uh, this translation of what you're saying, I'm just saying like, okay, so what do you give? I can answer what women give. <laughs> Sounds a little sketchy. But no, <laughs> but I think we provide something that you look at as less valuable. I don't think men put a value on That's being a calling the Kevin Black, but go ahead. Men do not put a value on being encouraged. That's priceless. Waking up to someone that's telling you have a great day and be your best and don't, you know, ignore the negative uh, words of affirmation. Men don't put value on shit like that. Men don't put value on a simple back rub when you five minutes away from sleep because you don't even remember. And for some reason, you probably don't know in that moment when you're almost asleep that someone's rubbing your back. You know that you just feel good in that moment. Men put no value on the three meals a day that hit the table. Men put no value on now. I know I'm going down the list and as the list is getting longer and longer. And there are some women that are listening that don't do some of this shit. But in the interim, understand that we're not. We do things with our bodies. We do things with our mouths. <laughs> we know. <laughs> that was not nice. <laughs> ain't try, just ain't designed to what I mean is we don't have to go in our pockets. To provide some of the things to you that we do provide. And so you guys don't put a value on it because we could just do it. It didn't cost anything for you to rub my back. It didn't cost anything <laughs> for you to give me an encouraging word today. So you don't have a value on it. And that's sad. But you got a value on, can I get my hair and nails done? Oh, that's $200. You got a value on, 
providing me a rental car for the week if my car is in the shop because it cost you something. You had to cut the check. So, of course, your ass is looking at it as a take. But it's really a provide. It's really a safety net. That's what it is. But you have a monetary value on it. And the shit that we give, you don't have a monetary value on it. So you're not looking at it as a value. But it is certainly a give. And it is certainly valuable. You think you proved the point, didn't you? I, I know you. that I did. Whether you want to admit it or not. Gotcha. Again. <clears throat> so we're going to go back to the original thing that we were talking about. So, first of all, in order, you're speaking from the perspective of someone that's actually in a relationship. But when we talking about give when we're talking about give or take, a lot of these people don't even make into the relationship state because just like I said, she said that she meets someone that got three roommates and from there, it is there ain't no back rubs. There are no encouragements. There are no none of that type of shit. So your list is actually full of horse shit that you talking about. But the difference between men and women is when a woman is actually struggling, even though you're saying monetary shit, Guess what? Men don't complain about that shit when they have it. You know what I'm saying? And that's the difference between men and women. Because when women have it, it's a complaint. When men have it, it's not a complaint. We just do. And that is what I'm talking about as far as like give and take. Because even though you're saying that, not taking away from someone being in a relationship, but in a relationship, everybody values the things that they do. You can sit there and say, well, you know, hey, a back rub is that. But a man can also encourage you to be a better person, be, to make you a better mother or make you a better wife. They encourage you to be a better person and they can put monetary value on that. But they don't. And the woman can just say the same thing that you just said. There are prices on certain things and there are prices on things that are not. But when you're talking about give and take in perspective of just the overall dating game, most women are going to approach that from that standpoint. And this is what we're talking about. So it's not a man that's taking shit. It's a woman looking at this man saying, what can I get from this man? And if I can't get anything from this man. There's no value there. There's no value there. It's no push. It's no, hell, he can be all he can be. He can be great. It's no encouragement. As a matter of fact, sometimes how the word gold digger comes up into play is because this person looks at this person and said there's nothing there and in these pranks that you see on YouTube and TikTok and stuff like that, a guy try to holler at the woman, she has no interest, he goes to his car, <laughs> oh, that's what you driving? Know why? Because it's something now she can take from him. This is what we're talking about. I, I will agree with you that in the dating, when you are vetting a person, unfortunately, I mean... That's all that you can see. When you first meet somebody, there isn't a lot that they're going to give you because when you meet somebody, you're meeting their representative. So a lot of times, all you have to see if there's any compatibility or to see if he's at least your standard of dating, you're going to look at shoes. That's one of the first things I look at when I meet a guy as I pay attention to the way he smells. I pay attention to his feet and his mouth. Okay. Those two things, now, one has something to do with, with, with shoes got to be clean. I'm not saying they have to be J's. They could be any type of shoe, but as long as they're clean. So I'm not even looking as far as money to begin with. I want to see at least how you carry yourself. You got on clean shoes, you don't have a yuck mouth, and you smell really good, okay? Secondly, okay, again, I just met this person. He's not going to run down the resume of what makes him a great guy, you know, for the first meeting, it's up to me to look at the aesthetic, to look at the overall picture. What did he pull up in? I'm sorry, I hate to say that looking at someone's whip would disqualify them, but I'm human and I drive a Cadillac. So if someone is approaching me and, you know, he got a donut tire on and the window was broken and he got a trash bag over the window... I mean, it, I'm not saying I won't date you. What I'm saying is right now like is, it. no, <laughs> right now is not the time, the right time to try to holler. I mean, come on. Would you, okay, put it this way. For a whole two years now, since Kevin Samuels come out, y'all have been complaining about women going out in bonnets. It's not a good <laughs> representation of her. So 
I'm not expecting a woman to think that in the grocery store with her bonnet on, she's going to be approached to get picked up. Now, I know it does happen. <laughs> I know it does happen. But the expectation isn't there because I have a fucking bonnet on. Well, I would think a man would think the same way if he don't have enough money to get the spare tire off the fucking car. If he don't have enough money to replace the glass in the driver's seat window, then it might not be the appropriate time to approach me. That's what I'm saying. What do you think of me? Do I look like a piece of shit? Because if I did, that would make sense that you roll up on me with a donut tire and a broken window that you try to holler. But if you think I'm worth something, then you might want to get your shit together before you approach. That doesn't make me a gold digger. And it is okay to have standards. I'm sorry, but now is not the time for you to try to holler. If you're waiting on the, at the bus stop, then right now is not the time. Now, what would really piss me off, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a pointer here. Sometimes... A person is in between their blessing. So he might be at the bus stop and then next week he might be in her Mercedes. He was just catching the bus because his car was in the shop. So I get what you're saying, but you cannot down women or say it's really a bad thing not to want the package to represent itself well because what's how somebody approaches you is a reflection of how they see you so forgive me if I didn't stop and give the guy at the bus stop all my fucking attention. That's cool. Some I mean, people and, saying you might not see you again. That, that, that's cool. And, I get it. And 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 also the thing about that is like that's kind of you're proving my point of what I'm saying about like taking because still re realistically at the end of the day you're still you're still looking at the idea that there's nothing there to take. And I also give you another I'll give you a, another thing from the flip side of what you're talking about because is a man this happens to men all the time. All the aesthetic and shit that you're sitting there that you're talking about that, you know what I'm saying, this guy has a donut on his tire and I sit there in a broken window and shit like that. You know who you know what happens a lot of times to men is the aesthetics that come with women that are fake tits and fake hair and eyebrows and fake asses and shit like that. Like that's aesthetic that y'all dress up that we look at and it looks good. Not saying that it doesn't looks good. But that don't mean what's between that brain. A lot of times we sit there and we question, like, damn, this shit look good, but it ain't what it is. And this is my whole point of what you're talking about. Just because it look like something, even if it's dressed up, does not mean it is something. And just because something is dressed down does not mean that it's not something. But women often wonder how they end up in fucked up relationships and shit like that. Because just because a person has a Lambo, that does not mean it's theirs. You ever but, heard? Uh, 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 uh. Go ahead. Just because you see someone with a car, just because you see somebody with jewelry, just because you see someone and the idea of what you want to see them in does not mean that they have money, they have what they can provide for you, they can give you knowledge or anything. That person with that donut on their tire that you're talking about or that person with that bust out windows and that, you're right. They That might not be to what you consider your standard. It I, wouldn't I, be. I, I, I get that. But look at some of the standards that y'all choose and then <laughs> often wonder what the fuck happened. And, and I'm telling you this sincerely because is just from a guy standpoint, I used to pick women just based on looks, just how they look. And this is the reason why I'm bringing it up, because to me, it looked good. You know what I'm saying? Damn, look at this woman. She looked good, this and that. But then I find out her credit bad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> her mama done taught her bad traits. There's things that's, that just because she looked good and then I'm like, after sex, there's nothing there. You see what I'm saying? So I'm just saying that I'm not knocking your standard at all. But what I'm saying is sometimes the only thing that pisses me off is that to just hit stop before you even figure out like what's going on with the person. Not your standards. Just to automatically look at the person and say, just stop. And don't find out X, Y, Z after that. You understand? Because it's like the guy that you're saying that probably wouldn't meet your standards, y'all don't even ask questions. That's, that's crazy to me. Because, you know, unfortunately, though, this is not a thing that we misunderstand when we go for a job. We don't show up in the job in sweatpants. We don't show up at a job with bonnet on. So when you approach a lady, I'm sorry. When you approach a lady, you should approach her at your best. You understand what I'm saying? And I get it. You might He might not see me again. He need to shoot his shot. And I may have 
lost out on my husband. That's true. But you know what? I may have also lost out on that job that I showed up with a, re a wrinkled shirt on. Probably. All of us don't have that Will Smith moment where we have circumstances, everything. You understand what I'm saying? And I get it. If you look at the circumstance, if someone took a moment to say, well, damn, you know, why is he here with no shoes on and his suit wrinkling and he's sweating? And if they listen to the story, they would sympathize, empathize and realize he's a star and he's going to add something to my company. But unfortunately, you can't get past the wrinkled suit, the sweating and no shoes on because his circumstance at that point in time doesn't mean too much to you. Because you're making a first impression. And we've accepted that in society as far as going to get a new job, going to buy a car. Who shows up to buy a car with a wing bone hanging out their mouth? Some people. No, you know what I'm saying? Some, but I'm saying most people, when they're going to go get something and they need something from someone else or they want to impress someone or they need to ask for something from someone, they want to look reputable. And I'm saying that dating should not be any different. It shouldn't be any different. Do things happen? Yes. You just happen to bump into this guy this day, girl. I had on a bonnet and I met the love of my life. That does happen sometimes. Most of the times not. You just said it. Most of the time if you meet the guy, the blue collar worker, his nails are dirty. He stinks. He just got off of work. He in the gas station buying peanuts. And you're repulsed. You understand what I'm saying? But you don't know is around the corner, he live in a $600,000 home. He owns his own business. He don't work for nobody else. You understand? He owns a lawn company. His hands get dirty. Mm -hmm. and well, you how, just missed out. And that's how a gold digger come into play. And that's the difference a lot of time between men and women. Because men a lot of times are willing to take that chance where women not. And again, like I said, I don't have an issue with women having standards. It's more of the issue of they don't even find out what's going on. And it's crazy to me. It's like you will look at a guy that's like beneath your standards. And then just be like, well, I have no questions for him. You know what I'm saying? Because look at him. You know what I'm saying? What 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 can he really provide? But then you get a little pep in your step if you was to drive around that corner and see what house he going in. Now you got a bunch of questions. So uh, this your house? Um, so what do you do? Now you got a bunch of motherfucking questions going on. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm just saying like guys aren't like that. So I get what you're saying. And I'm not knocking the idea of standards. But again, we're still tackling the idea of what do women uh, give versus taking because I you don't even hear that and that's how we're arriving to this topic itself because at the end of the day everything you're still saying is still taking not providing or not giving not giving anything to a man not giving a value to a man not giving any encouragement to a man it's, it's still the idea that the man has to come up with this perfect almost perfect human being to present himself to the woman but a woman can come to a man totally flawed and we will accept that. So, again, staying on topic is like, do women bring anything to a relationship, coming into the relationship, or do they just take? And I'm on the side of just take. It's, and it's, it's, it's all good. If you're raised that way, some I don't are, know some, if I like the word some, take. Some, well, I, I like it's the, the topic. It is, but, but I, think, I think it adds a negative connotation to the conversation. That's why when I first rebuttaled you, I think the mm. word take mm. is nothing more than being provided for. It's nothing more than adding security for the woman. Those words have been replaced with take because now we've moving into a very materialistic age where Someone just need, wants a Birkin bag and someone just wants the material things. My, don't forget there are women out there who just want well, a roof over their head. But I didn't say you all You understand women. what I'm saying? Yeah, but I didn't say all women. And I just said, and, and again, like I said, we're just staying on the topic of that. So the word take is there. I don't really care how the audience is actually taking it. And even also, I'm going to also say this. You're also speaking from a person that's not the, that's not the consumer. The man is the consumer. So the man can put anything on it that he wants. Because if we feel like we're being taken, and is a man, I'm telling you, because that's what the man is going to say. I'm getting taken to the bank. Even men that, that even pay for uh, sex workers, 
or like even entertainers, that's just how they view it. You know what I'm saying? You might not like the word. I don't really care whether someone like the word. Some people, some women uh, don't like the word bitch unless it's connected to boss bitch. You know what I'm saying? But a bitch is a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Ice Cube said that. But really, yeah. at, the, really at the end of the day, we got to stop being so sensitive about the word because I like the idea that we have in the conversation. But again... If women provided more instead of taking, I don't even think we would be. Or but be what are you talking looking for women to provide other the things that you don't even place value on? But you can't. Men aren't walking. You can't say that. I know. You know what? Men ain't riding with their homeboy talking about that awesome ass back rub they got last night. Men are not calling their homeboys like, man, I forgot to tell you, my baby phase. made a good ass early, meatloaf. Okay, early dating, early dating phase. Again, you're, again, you're talking about relationships. Yeah. Okay. Those two things are totally, totally different, different to me. So I'm talking about, like I said, we talked about this podcaster. She said, well, shit, I just meet this guy. He take me to his house. We're on this date. And he I'm like, damn, he got three roommates. And she openly said that I don't want to wait in line to use the bathroom like I'm at the club. And do you think he was going to get a call back? No. But the idea of, of just her saying I have standards, just what you said, to her, she just like, fuck that shit. You know what I'm saying? He got three roommates. This ain't really what I'm looking for. Damn what he going through. Damn if he finna be, uh, 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 if, he, if his job is X, Y, Z, or he just going through a, a certain time. And I'm just saying to hit the pause button or a stop button before you even like dig underneath the hood to see what's going on. It's like we're dealing with women that's just like, well, I don't even want to know that shit. If you ain't here, already, I don't, yeah. don't want to know that shit. And I will say this because there's no reason that I cannot agree to what you're saying that if we don't, we can't look at the situation and not at least ask about the circumstance because there are a lot of men who work on Wall Street that share a million dollar loft. Okay, so circumstance means everything to me. I'm not finna be like talking to a guy and he say he got three roommates and not find out why he has the roommates. And, and is this a six bedroom house we share as roommates and it's only three of y'all? Or is this a two-bedroom apartment and you got three roommates? Those things do matter because you can meet a guy who lives in a million-dollar home and he lives at on the top floor and the other guys live on the bottom floor, okay? And that guy, I wouldn't mind dating. And that roommate situation is different from a roommate situation that's just a two-bedroom with three people in it and one guy sleeps on the couch, okay? There are, you know, I so she, <laughs> so she's wrong in that aspect as to say my standard is a man has to have his own place by himself that's a bit much because a circumstance and a, a small circumstance could put pe a person a good person a good man in a situation with roommates mm -hmm. and just because he has roommates doesn't mean he automatically lives in a dump it might be like I said a million dollar home so mm -hmm. To find out what the circumstances and the details are definitely makes sense before making a judgment. That I will agree with. However, I have to say in the world we live in, if you go on a job interview and your pants and your shirt are wrinkled and you smell musky, in most cases, the person interviewing you is not going to ask you why you left home without deodorant. The person asking you or interviewing you is not going to ask you if you have an iron. He's just going to assume that you don't care about the job you apply for. He's not going to think to himself, well, maybe he sleeps outside or, you know, maybe he's hard on his luck. That doesn't matter. You know why? Because there are other applicants. There are people waiting to come in the office after he leaves. So why should I care about the circumstance? You shouldn't. And I'm not telling you to. We still ain't answered what the women give versus take because I still hear nothing but a bunch of take. And when we talking from the aspect of women and what they give, you know why you can't give up? You can't come up with no answer for that because they don't. What they do I is what they did. do. No, you didn't. You gave an aspect of why a man is supposed to have his shit together. <laughs> why he can't have no donut on his car. Why his window can't be bashed out, and why he can't be musty. We understand the attack on the men. Yeah, we definitely understand. So, men, if you have any of these on the checkbox, don't approach Kane. Now, 
Back to these women who take shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that is what, that, and that's what's saying. And I understand. Jeffrey's wife said, "Can you explain what a woman should provide?" There you go. But the question, but I'm not a woman, so I'm with a woman. That's act, and that's why I'm asking, what can they provide? Because, I said because, we can on. provide encouragement. It, we can provide security. You said, in, but I also said. You also said you were talking from the perspective of a relationship. So I took that away and I said, now when that's you, true. so when you're talking about dating. approaching someone that's dating, I would want to know what from there, provide? what can the woman provide? And I'm with the woman. Okay, let me answer. We can provide a great conversation. I'm a great person to have a conversation with. Mm -hmm. We can provide some insight Depending on what your interests are and what mine are, if we have a common interest, me and my guy have a common interest in the music industry. However, we work in different sides. He came into the industry as an artist. I came into the industry as an A&R person. So the work that I do and the work he do is different, but we still have a common interest and different stories to tell. And so there is... Intrigue there. We provide intrigue. We pr provide uh, entertainment. We provide something beautiful to look at. We provide what it is that you need. We're, we're providing the reason why you're on that date because you, you need companionship. Yeah, I think you have hey, a question. Matt Kano, back at Jeffrey's wife. No, sir, you need to say what is needed as a man. You're avoiding the question. So I, I'm not, I think she so, wanted so, so I'm not avoiding the question. The reason why I asked her because I wanted to see what she would actually come up. But now, to answer your question, is is a, is a man, a lot of times men don't even get that conversation a lot of times because they're actually cut off at the knees. So if women were a lot nicer, because a lot of times we can't even get smiles out of women, nice. and, 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 in particularly okay. the, and particularly the black women, a lot of times the conversations are at a stop because once they meet that man, a man can say, hey, how you doing? And there's no, there's not even a conversation going on right then and there. So you can, I, you know, I can start right there to at least to provide that. But also not being so judgmental because a lot of times just to do your homework. Y'all do a lot of homework as far as like when you're in school to be a nurse, to be a PhD or anything else. But a lot of times having the right information about men and digging underneath the hood that would be nice too. Is a man speaking because some women don't know men. I like those answers. All those answers were right on now and they made sense. So you're saying it would be nice when you are dealing with a woman that you're approaching is what I'm hearing is you would like us to be open, kind. Versus the thing that we easier have. Easier to talk to. Yeah. Ver I like ver it. But versus the things that we have because a lot of times, like you said, a woman looks at that and say, well, you have the standards. But see, a lot of times... Men don't get nice cars because we like nice cars. We get nice cars because women like nice cars. We get nice houses because women like nice houses. You ever seen a, a man who has a bachelor pad? It looks like a fucking bachelor pad. The woman comes in and changes the shit up to how she really want it. But that is that what the guy wants? No. So a guy knows that, hey, I got to make X amount of money or to get this type of woman that I have. But I can also speak for men who have money a lot of times. They get tired of getting used for money. You know what I'm saying? I ha I've met men who have money and they be like, well, my, my, my children only call me for money. Women only to ask me for money. They only date me for money. You understand what I'm saying? And that is something that I think women miss a lot of time. They see the perks of that shit. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it can't be an even exchange. But what I'm saying is a lot of times in those scenarios, they don't even find out about the man. They don't ask him how he doing, how's they going, anything. It's okay. just... They're there, show up, and whatever gifts he's given, they're going to take. Okay, so open, kind, easier to talk to, and you would like us to know the subject. Know the subject that we're studying. Study the subject. Know your man. Ask me my hobbies. Ask me how my day went. Um, get to know me as a person. Ask me my circumstance. These are all things that I think, even with me saying them, on a first date... If it's an extended date, if we're having a great conversation the first 45 minutes, you're right. We're probably going to have dinner, dessert, and coffee at the end. We're going to try to prolong the date because the my um, maybe not coffee, but maybe a cocktail or something at the end of the date. <laughs> we know you don't like coffee. But to that's when you know that things are working together for the good is when that date has passed now two hours. 
food's done, waitress has cleared the table and you guys are not, you know, do you need your table? Can we stay a little while? Now you're ordering dessert and you've asked the lady if she wants a drink. That is a sign and it's also an opportunity for her to dig. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times, Women because we're meeting... Part. Uh, because we're meeting your representative, at least so, give me that. And that could be a big turn off but if you didn't represent yourself you, well. But I didn't take that away from you. But I'm meeting your representative too. It's not like we're on the opposite sides of the spectrum. I don't know what you got underneath that wig. I don't know. I don't know if you. So <laughs> I don't know what you got. Like I'm just. I mean, I'm. I'm being real. Like a lot of times, and see, that's the thing about what I was saying about knowing your subject. A lot of times, because like even even for me, like when I met my woman, my woman had straight hair. You understand? I didn't really. I don't really like straight hair. I'm more pro black. So I was like, look, man, I really feel like. How do you feel about dreads? Do you like dreads? And that is a conversation that started. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But. Me just looking at that, when I was talking to her, she's like, well, you know, my job wanted me to have, like, straight hair. And, you know, they want her to talk a certain way. And for me, it's funny that a lot of women can do things for a job but not really do things for their man because they don't find out really what that man wants. I mean, I can't disagree. I really can't disagree. But I do think the basic things that you ask for, like being kind, open, and for us to study the subject, I think those are all great things to ask. And it's not a hard ask um, on a date. I think the digging under the hood could be a hard thing if the representation is on point, isn't on point. Because I'm going to go there if you're talking to me and your breath stinks. But I'm, I'm not, probably not. I don't want you to talk. So I'm probably not going to ask you a lot of questions. But I don't knock that. And but that would be the same for a man. If the date is going sour, we can part ways and we good. And there you have it. So we're going to move into the next topic of the evening, and that is about trust. And trust me, that's going to take on the entire half hour that we have left. If you do not trust, then why do you stay? Automatic notepad. Yes, ma'am. All, right. All, right. All right. So let's talk about trust. If you do not trust your person, then why stay in the relationship? And this is coming from, I think, most relationships have encountered the issue of sneaking through devices, whether it be your laptop, phone, looking through your text messages. There's a lack of trust, but two people stay together and just snoop. So if you do not trust, why do you stay? Um... I've had some trust issues. I didn't have trust issues to the degree that I felt like I should leave. You know, there are things that can happen in a relationship that totally, totally crosses a line. So a person could cross a boundary and you can put your foot down and say, you know what, it is fucking over. There are other times you will find things and you need to know the circumstance. You need to know the reasoning. You have questions about things so you can come to uh, a, a good choice on whether to stay or leave. And sometimes that leads to the snooping. Women will launch a full out investigation on a cheating allegation before they can make a final decision on whether to stay, leave, confront, say something, or don't say something. This is who we are. And that investigation does include your laptop. That investigation does include your Facebook or your IG or your text messaging. Am I saying it's right? Absolutely not. It is a man's personal property. You should not be touching it. What I am saying is that it does happen. It does happen and sometimes it does not dictate leaving right away you overturn a rock you find a little thing you're saying well if you don't trust me just leave i found one thing let me investigate the one thing before i make the choice to, to leave i think that gets lost in this conversation because as soon as you find out your woman went through your phone it's based on oh you was wrong that's privacy that's his don't touch the what happened get lost in the fact now that I went through your phone so now the argument is about me going through your phone instead of it being about what the fuck I found in your phone that is what the argument should be about why is these are these things in your phone and then the next rebuttal is if you can't trust me leave I just found one thing you want me to base staying with you off of one thing or leaving you off of one thing that's not fair 
you know, at least you owe me some understanding about what I found. And that will help me dictate whether I want to stay or go. And that's where the snooping really comes from is because the person found something that's not telling them to stay or go. It's just telling them that something's going on that they, they have questions about. And I think that that's okay. I mean, you're entitled to feel how you feel. You know, I'll never knock anybody on how they feel. I feel like the real issue is it boils down to people just really don't know what love is. And it's the idea of love is just to love the person unconditionally, no matter what. On both sides, I understand from what you're saying, hey, I found something, you want an explanation. But the thing about that is it's not yours to either say that the person has to give or 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 take it because each individual is different not too long ago i was with one of my homeboys and we was having a conversation about like why he didn't really want to take like his ex back and he was like look she was over my crib seen on on, on snooping on my computer he had camera set up and he like he's gone and he saw that type of stuff and when you look at that i'm just saying from a man standpoint you just realize in your head, like, damn, this really, this person just really don't trust me. And I think that's what I was also saying about, like, understanding, like, understanding a man. A lot of times, like, I get that. And we struggle with that a lot of times as males and females, trying to understand the woman's psyche and trying to understand the man's psyche. But I can say from a man's psyche, when you cross over that line, when the man just really feel like he don't is not being trusted, that is a big no no for a man. So it's not really gonna matter on like what happened like after that. And if you really wanted to have that uncomfortable conversation, then I would say have that uncomfortable conversation versus snooping, versus going behind that person's back, versus being a private investigator that you ain't getting paid. Um you ain't getting paid to do. Now with every action, there is a reaction, and I think that's the thing that women don't get. You can't control the other person. See, like, when love is unconditional for, like, your kids, it doesn't matter, like, what your kids do. If your kid robbed a bank, you would try to <laughs> you would buy a lawyer for the motherfucker and everything. You know why? Because that love that you have for that child is unconditional. And a lot of times with men, that's what men want. Men want the love that's unconditional. And a lot of times that's not coming with that. But to go back to what my friend was, was, was talking about, he said, you know what? I understand her and she probably want answers, but I'm not the man to provide those answers because I'm not going to give answers. That's not how I live my life. Mm -hmm. So I think she would be better with a man that is willing to answer those questions because there are men out here that will yeah. answer and those I, questions. And, and those men, I am going to applaud. Let me tell you why. Because I think that if your person finds something and they have a question and you respect that person, you're going to give them an answer. Helping someone to understand shows your level of respect. So let me paint the picture. You see a text and you go to your man and you say, hey, this is kind of inappropriate. Why would she text you that? And you say... Give me my motherfucking phone and we're in a full-fledged argument and you still have an answer. Why? <clears throat> she sent that text. You have no respect for your mate. And you deflected. Yes, she was wrong. And I'm sure had you said, honey, this is a woman that I met. Blase splah. This is why she texts my phone. I'm sorry. And you said, I'm sorry. And then you said, however... I don't like the fact that you're snooping through my phone. What's going on here? If two people had a dialect like that, then you would be absolutely 100% right and you would have a great point because she was able to get off of her chest what she saw. You explained what she saw and you apologized for it and then said, I don't like the fact that you're going through my phone. We have a trust issue. Then she now is sitting in her own shit. You're both getting what you both deserve at that point. You're both... Facing the issue head on and not playing the blame game, which fixes absolutely nothing. But it doesn't go that way. Men don't take responsibility for what was found. You zero right in on the fact that we went through your phone. Can you please, can we not forget the circumstance building up to her having to go through your phone? The late night texting, 
and the early morning chimes that's coming in. Hell, I don't know who the fuck texts somebody else, man, at six in the morning. You understand what I'm saying? If it's your day off, it, well, we hope it's your job asking you to come in because nobody else but a female besides your employer would be texting you at 6 a.m. So these are all things that lead up to her mis mistrusting you. Because there are things that you're doing leading up to that moment that you're ignoring that put her in the situation to look through your phone in, to, in the first place. And then on top of that, she finds something and you don't even want to lean into the understanding of that. That is disrespectful. I get that she crossed the boundary and went through your shit. But her saying something and having valid evidence that something inappropriate is going on and you just skipping the fuck over it. And talking about me going through your phone. Yeah, we have a big fucking problem. Because you just solidified that there's something shady going on. Because you can't even make me understand why it's happening. This is a two-sided issue. This is not a woman thing or a man thing. It's both. We both have to lean into some understanding. I need to understand why this hoe is texting you at 6 a.m. And you need to understand why I need to understand that. It sounds good. Um, whatever really at the end of the day disrespect is disrespect you know that long wind long wind chime of what you were just saying was it, it's just one-sided and again like it's i not. said yes it is it's one-sided because if you want to talk about disrespect you already disrespected that man by going through his phone and that is the he number just did what that, i said that, you that, should not be doing and that is that is the number one thing because you're talking about the thing about what women is women are delusional from the idea of it goes from what they want and we just came off a segment on Women just wanting to take, take, take shit. And I understand you're able to feel any type of way you want to. But with the factor that you're forgetting is one wrong don't exclude another wrong. And you cannot sit there talking about that's disrespectful when you already committed the crime of disrespect. That's having to go through that. And I tell women this all the time. Like for me. I don't go through phones. I don't go through emails. I don't go through like messages and shit like that. And I feel like if I have to do that, I don't trust that person. And the other thing about like being in relationships and stuff like that is like we've been programmed to look at love as possessions. You don't own this person. This person is will is has free will to do whatever you want. Whether it's right or wrong, I'm not talking about whether it's right or wrong what the person's doing. There are certain men that do what you're doing and there's certain men that don't. In the case of in the case of my friend, that was not the case. Everybody unless you come in this world and you're dating someone who has never dated before, I'm quite sure someone could call you out of the blue. How would this person have an explanation for you? Or why would that person care? Because this is the standpoint that he was coming from. Someone called him from his past. Does he know what's going on? No. Does he care what's going on? No. His focus was just on her. But her focus shift on something else because in her mind, or like most people's mind, the mind is a dangerous thing. It can create any type of story in your head that you want. So someone cannot give you an answer to some shit they not even caring enough to find out about. And that's the thing. Some people harp on some shit that's not even really important. And that's the part that she missed. Because he didn't answer the phone. He didn't answer her text. He didn't want to know. It's someone from his past. Know who want to know? The girlfriend. The girlfriend. The current girlfriend. And, and, and that's the problem that I have with that a lot of time. Because, again, like I said, the mind is a dangerous thing. I get it. But if, to me... To give love, you have to love yourself. You have to heal from the trauma and everything that's happened with you. Mm -hmm. So trust a lot of times come from shit you already went through with someone that already did that shit. And you say, well, shit, I seen that before. Oh, I felt triggered. this before. And you just feel triggered. Mm -hmm. That's all that is. Mm -hmm. But if you think about love as whole, you don't own this person. They're not a possession that you, that you can sit there and say, well, this person isn't supposed to be doing this. Who are you to tell someone else? When they phone is supposed to come off. When they email is supposed to go off. And this is what you're missing. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you accept that role, because there's going to be a lot of women like, well, my man can go on my phone anytime he want to. If that's the role that you accept for that man to do that, that's the role you accepted. That does not mean he accepted that role. I get it. And I will say this. During the time that I did have mistrust, and I was focused on finding out what that issue was about. I 
failed in the other department. Meaning those three meals a day, that back rub. Uh, how was your day to day? And really being interested in what the answer was. Because I was laser focused on what had happened to now fracture my trust. So I can say if you're a woman with fractured trust, you're probably slipping on some of the issues in your home that need to be addressed. Whether it's cleaning the baseboards, wiping down the cabinets, the light switches. You're now you're distracted and your home duties are being ignored. Your wifely duties are being ignored. And that's what I have a problem with. I do not believe in that. I believe that if there is a certain level of mistrust that's going on in your relationship and now you're laser focused on finding out about that and it's, you're negating your duties as a wife, I think that's a real problem because now you're falling down a rabbit hole. The man is feeling mm -hmm. neglected. He has no idea you're ignoring him because you found something in his phone. Mm -hmm. He just knows, damn, she ain't been cooking lately. And you know what's and so damn, crazy? she ain't rubbed my back in a whole week. He has no idea that all this has transpired because you saw something in his phone and you're in the middle of an investigation about it. <laughs> and, you know, and you know what's so crazy? A lot of times, and I'm not saying this for every man, but a lot of times men can find something on their women and not act the way women act. They can hold that shit. You know what I'm saying? They can operate just fine. You know what I'm saying? Knowing inf information. I just watched this I just watched this movie not not too long ago called Old. And anybody that seen that, you know, it was like accelerated that they was dying. But the guy when they we got old and he was sitting there talking to his wife, he was like, you know, you know, I, I saw them text messages that the guy, you know what I'm saying, sent to you. And he didn't say anything. He was like, you could do better than that. It wasn't even, it wasn't even like he was mad, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like in a woman, that's, that's the thing. It's like when women get a hold of information, I think you could get the answers that you're talking, uh, that you're seeking. But it's like y'all go into a different way of delivering, like... To the man, and the man is not accepting how you talking to him, him and how you're coming and, and how you coming to him because that's why I gave that example. It's like really at the end of the day on that movie, they were they were dying, but I was like, damn, he held that shit for a long time, but he stayed with her. You understand what I'm saying? So my thing is, if you don't trust this person and you're doing all this extra shit, investigative work and this and that, you should not be together. It's probably time for you to get out of that relationship because you're that's not even healthy for you. And you're neglecting your husband uh, or boyfriend and things that you should be doing, like making your relationship grow. Because now the guy comes home, he's working. You got and he don't even know. He don't even whole ass on and, your chest. Yeah, he don't even, and he don't even know what's going on. His plate, his plate gets slid to him. He's like, oh, okay, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know what's going on here. And then while you're mad, the guy's gonna make a decision. Or well, I don't know what the fuck going on here, and he'll probably leave that house, or he'll probably exit that house. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not willing to have an adult conversation anyway. So it's like, why am I gonna stay here for that? What to go to jail? For the, to, to put my hands on you, to have a shouting match. You know, like a lot of men just want peace at the end of the day. And like I said, some things in your mind, not always what they seem. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now you can just be mad for no reason. And then, and let's just say, for instance, you don't come at him, combat him. And all that shit you was thinking in your head, he say, oh, well, that's just a person that's old. I mean, and then you like, oh. Yeah, because there could be <laughs> there could be a good reason for what you find or what you deem inappropriate. The one thing I will agree on is you cannot control what a person texts you. I've gotten a dick pic before, and I'm I'm in a full flown ass relationship. Yolo. You know, I mean, I'm in a I'm in the relationship. Like I can't even see past my guy's penis, but there's a penis in my phone. That, you know, and that's a hard thing to explain when your man sees it. Now, who the fuck would send you a dick pic? It's a hard thing to explain. Huh? Well, I mean... <laughs> I hadn't talked to this person in forever. Exactly. You understand what I'm saying? He just decided on that day, I want to remind her what my dick looked like. Exactly. So he sent a pic. Exactly. But, but the thing is, the man probably, only way he would know is unless he was going through your phone. You understand what I'm saying? Or most women would be like, hey, 
I ain't asked for this. But this is what I got. And this is what I got. So I totally understand from your standpoint. But in situations like that, most men aren't aren't going to get like titty pics, pussy pics, this and that, unless they're active with that person. But phone calls and texts of like, hey, from an ex or something like that. Like I said, unless you're dating someone who hasn't dated no one, <laughs> there's someone there before you. Right. You and know they what I'm could reach so, out at any so, time. So it's no reason for you to fly off the handle. But the thing about it is like, it initially goes to worse thinking. It's like, in his case, the girl name popped up. You know what I'm saying? Pops up, and that's all she see. And then now it's like, okay, who was Segura? You know what I'm saying? And he like, oh, that's someone from my past. You know? I mean, he answered your question. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But it's like, because you develop shit in your head, like, damn, is he fucking her? Is her pussy good? And he did like, come home late last night. Y'all start, start going to the 10th power with mm -hmm. shit. Like, Thursday night, I didn't hear from yep. him and this and that. And you yep. start developing shit in your head that ain't even there. That's why the man is looking at you crazy. Like, God damn, you done put me in James Bond attire. I went out that night in this tuxedo. I killed the man, killed that pussy. You know what I'm saying? And then came to the crib and snuggled with you. And you got this shit all mapped out from an email, a messenger, from a text that says, Ha. <laughs> 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 it's true. <laughs> it's true. Women it's have like, imagination. It's like shit. <laughs> you, you, you are 100% right. But I don't want us to forget that normally if a woman finds something that's inappropriate, that's not the only thing that has happened that week. There was the coming home late. There was that we haven't made love in two weeks. There are other things that she just knows about you. Not that she found. Just things that she knows about your character. That's off. You understand what I'm saying? Because that's what... I've, I've been a creep. I've been one to creep through devices in my past. And it was because of creep behavior. It wasn't because, oh girl, he's asleep. Let me get his phone. That's not what happened. What happened was there was a series of events... That led up to this motherfucker is up to something. And and that's my thing. Like, if you feel that way about the person, this is initially what I'm talking about as far as, like, having trust. Because I feel like if I would never be with a person where I feel like I have to go through their phone or I have to check behind them. So, like, really, I understand from the standpoint what, you, what you're talking about. But you're also talking about a narrative where someone is staying with someone that's doing them dirty and you're staying there taking the abuse. I'm not condoning that shit. But what I'm saying is if I'm in a relationship with a woman and we're building and we're working on us, I have no reason or even a desire or inkling to go through your phone. That's mm -hmm. your property. That's your device. That belongs to you. It don't fucking belong to me. Mm -hmm. I've done, I've dated women that's like, hey, you want to go through my phone? Like, God damn. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you with like it, but my thing is, like, if you really wanted to hide it, you just wouldn't be giving me your, your phone. phone. You understand you just, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, there's yeah. other things that you like, can do to that, that you yeah. can do. So that, that that's not an end all be all with just giving me your phone. But for but for me, I'm just like, I don't want your phone. I don't need your phone. I want to be able to trust you. I do not want to have to check behind you. I don't want to have to go through messages. I don't even want the idea thought of where you been. You know what I'm saying? Like when my lady goes out, I don't be like, what you did tonight? You know, what club y'all went to? Where y'all going? And this and that, like that ain't me. You know what I'm saying? Go out, have a good time, chill with your friends. Like, you know, I don't have the, the time, even the desire to be like, I don't trust the person. If I don't trust them, I don't want to be with them. And if someone puts you in that place, you don't need to. Be, and it's okay. It's okay that someone cannot be honest with you when you cut them off. That's the problem that I really feel. It's like, I'm not telling someone to take the abuse. That would be fucking ridiculous. But what I'm saying is like, in a relationship, you cannot not have trust. Like, it's not going to go any further if you don't have trust. Mm -hmm. And trust me, at the end of the day, if you keep putting those those negative thoughts in your relationship, it's, it's gonna not happen. it's, it's not going to work anyway. Mm -hmm. The guy is even going to say, well, fuck, you keep accusing me of fucking, I might as well do it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm saying. For every action, there's a reaction. Mm -hmm. So don't get mad because even this is something that y'all don't know. 
there's a lot of times when guys, we have like meetings just amongst guys. And even some of my homeboys, man, here she go with this shit again, man. I've been good too. I ain't even doing anything. And she treated me like I'm stepping out and doing that. Guys have those type of conversations. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And what's following that is, fuck, man. I might as well do this shit. She keep accusing me of this shit. I'm I, might well just, all day. I might as well just go there. Yeah, I get it. Um, I will say this, though. That issue comes from a lack of true friendship because I know my girlfriends well enough to know who to ask to pick me up from the airport and who not to. One of my friends is going to be extremely late to her own wedding and her funeral. So picking me up from the airport is out. You have to know your person. You have to completely know your person and trust who they are. If you trust who they are, there are going to be things that you can see that may have you ask a question, but it's not going to equate to mistrust. It's going to equate to you being curious. Being curious is okay. Mistrusting your partner, you're in the wrong relationship. So going back to a true friendship, we know our friends well enough and we trust our friends well enough to know what to ask them to do for us and what not to ask them to do for us because we know them. So if I know my friend is going to be late to her own wedding or funeral, in most cases, she's not going to pick me up from the airport on time. So I'm not going to put her in that situation. Sometimes we have to look at our partners in the same way. We have to know what they will do and what they won't. And if you find, if you see a text... And you are thinking to yourself, wow, this is pretty inappropriate. It still should lead you to be curious and to ask a question, not to mistrust your person. You wouldn't mistrust them if you knew them because you will know if they are a line crosser or not. You would know whether they would put themselves in this position or not. Believe it or not, I know people are saying, no, you wouldn't know a man could cheat and not tell you. Listen, if you have a true friendship with your person, you will know whether they will fuck or not. Sometimes the answer is they will fuck. But if you already know that, then you're not mistrusting because you know your person. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying be a dumbass. I'm saying if you know your person and that thing might be the thing you know is he likes other pussy. He is not a person who is monogamous. You have accepted your person to be non-monogamous. So when you see a text about that says, damn, that dick was good, there's no reason for you to fly off the handle because you already know there is a 99% chance that she fucked your old man, but you have accepted him for being that person. So what is the mistrust about? You already know that's who he is. That was an extreme example, but, but... It is an example of knowing your partner's behavior. And I like that. And I like that concept of what you're saying. But again, you know, we still going into the idea of, you know, of trust. And let's take a call. And also, if you wouldn't have seen it, then you wouldn't be asking <laughs> at all. And that's what I'm saying because it boils down to trust now. It does. So, but a lot of times a person doesn't have to go through somebody's phone to see what they need to see. Sometimes the text can come through. Your face is, your phone is face up. A woman just well, has to hold about down. Digging. We're not talking about you right. just seeing. We're talking right. about you dug for it yourself. Hello, caller. Hey, guys. I just got your number. I uh, just was called to say what's up. I enjoy watching the show. And uh, I, I'm not trying to say who's right or wrong. I'm but uh, I know who my favorite is. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we appreciate it. We appreciate it. it. Thank you for watching. Do you have any questions about the topic? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. That was awesome. I, I kind of like the idea of having people call in. We're going to move into the tap-in portion of the show. Um, if you if this is your first time watching and you don't know what a tap-in is, um, tell them where to send the tap-in, but I'll tell you what the tap-in is. It's a question. It's a comment. It's something that happened to you that you want us to address on the show. That's what a tap-in is. Now, you tell them how to submit the tap-in. Ain't nothing to tell. They can just DM the relations page or even on TikTok and we will answer that question or call in. Okay. <laughs> so the tap in this week is I am addicted to using filters. I love it. Is this the same as catfishing? Can I go first? Sure. Yes. <laughs> it is the same as catfishing. Okay. And I know some of my girlfriends use filters. So this is not an attack on you personally, but I, it's catfish, baby. If you are using these filters that give you 
uh, beautiful eyes, smooth face, a smaller nose, smoother hair, gloss over your eyes. And that is every picture that you're taking. And you're getting all these likes and all these comments and all these inboxes. They're inboxing and liking and commenting on the filtered picture, not the real you. So if you are acquiescing to those texts or acquiescing to those comments and responding to them and setting up appointments with these people, then you're, you're definitely catfishing because you're saying this is what I look like. Now, if you take a picture with the filter and then you write in the subject line of your picture or in the title of your picture that, hey, I love this filter, then you're not catfish. But if you're taking pictures with the filter, posting them on social media that like that's what you really look like, it is the same as catfish. There's a girl in my hometown right now. I hung out with her um, a lot. So I know what she looks like. I know what she looks like. All of a sudden, she breaks up with her boyfriend. She's single now. And now she takes about, I don't know, six or seven pictures and videos per day. And they are all filtered. And it's very clear to me that she's looking to replace a lover. So she's trying to cover up all her flaws. But don't you know when you show up to the movies, baby? That you're going to look like you? That filter is not in your compact. You still have to fix yourself up in real life. And it's not going to be as good looking as that filter. So it's absolutely catfish. Mm, interesting. <laughs> um, really at the end of the day goes by just a person's idea of what they really think catfishing is. For me speaking as a man a lot of times like um, just like women. Women go on people pages and try to look and see how they look like, but men don't really have that problem. We look how we look, and you know, men don't use filters. And for At women, all. a lot of times we don't know how y'all look. <laughs> <laughs> and I would just say, anytime there's a question on whether you think it's catfishing or not, it's, it's catfishing. Catfish. And I mean, you know, it, it is what it is at the end of the day. Um, I agree with you. Like, if you say, hey, this is a filter, sometimes you know, people can tell if they really that. Uh, diving that deep into the social media world, you know, but I've had problems with women constantly using filters on every single thing that they do, and I'm like, boy, when that person meet them, they gonna be like, damn, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know it was a big deal until I did, I wanna say that I was interviewing Lucci at the time and he, one of the guys that was with him actually, we exchanged numbers and he actually went to, he had seen me in real life but he went to my IG and he said, um, why are you using all these filters? And I, it occurred to me that he was giving me a compliment. Like, man, you look all right and good. Like, why are you using these filters on your pictures? I've already seen you. You don't look like that. And that's when I had that light bulb moment. You know, I have to be happy with what I really look like because eventually that's what they're going to see. Thankfully for me, he had seen me first and not see my IG first and then expect it somewhere else in person. So I got lucky with that one. But that moment put me on blast. Why am I sending him pictures with the filter on when he already knows what I really look like? And unfortunately, sometimes people just don't want to hear the hard truth. Sometimes like they are unhappy with themselves, So they enhance things and they be like, hey, just deal with my enhancement and then want people just to deal with it and then when they get called out on it they're offended mm -hmm. and that's really how it goes sometimes so that's my answer well that's been an episode of relations guys if you're looking for me i can be found on ig at kayla lassiter and i tweet so you can find me on twitter at Kane Lassiter. And you can find your boy on both platforms, Twitter and IG on the 51 page. Hey, subscribe to the YouTube channel. I want to thank everybody for joining us on Podbean and TikTok. Y'all see y'all turning up. Miss Kane Lassiter and went viral and she done going out the roof. So, you know, y'all want to keep looking at these high-powered shows to continue to support the channel and help us pull, uh, pull up those numbers on YouTube. So, subscribe to them so you cannot miss an episode. You're looking for these shirts you can go to ig on alpha male god creations and uh, it's kind of sound like i always